0: I think we should begin this podcast by uh, giving a shout out to all those who are providing such a great, valuable service to all of us during the current situation. In fact, I actually think we should do that again. There we go. Welcome to episode 110 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. I recently put out on LinkedIn a question. What's the one thing that you've started doing during lockdown that you now realise will be of real benefit to you going forward? So in this episode, that's what I'm going to share with you. Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee, the Sales and Presentation Podcast. So what have you been doing differently? What have you been doing that you've started to do more of that you suddenly think, actually, when this is all over, I'll probably continue to do this because I've realised what a great benefit it is to it. So some of the things are going to be fairly obvious, like working from home, travelling less, communicating more, all those sort of things. So let's just have a little think about how they can be of benefit to you. So the obvious one is working from home. Um, got some great stuff back from Pete Howells, Head of uh, Estate Development at Falmouth Exeter University. Pete says, you know, tr- working from home is all about the trust factor, isn't it? It's about having management trust people to make sure that they get it right. Um, something we've discussed actually in a previous podcast as well, but it is, it, is, it is correct because I remember, you know, when I first worked from home years ago, you know, I'd say, oh, I'm going to work from home. And, you know, if you had management who didn't understand that or didn't trust you to do it, you know, they, they wanted to see you in the office to sort of tick you off the numbers. Well, that's all going to change, isn't it? So there's a big change here for management as much as for the people. So management are going to have to get used to maybe working from home themselves, but also realising that they're not going to be able to go around the office and count everybody in and count everybody out sort of thing. So a big thing on that. Ewan McClyman, who's the business development director of Bishop Fleming, said a lot less travelling. Um, not only time-saving, but you know, good for the environment and all that sort of stuff. He thinks that will be the new normal. Um, and I, I, think, I tend to agree with him there. I think we will get used to a lot less travelling, particularly for meetings because, you know, you're all, you know, if you working in an organisation, oh, let's have a meeting. So we bring everybody in, have a meeting and then they've got to go home again and all that sort of stuff. You know, I spent a whole career, you know, travelling to meetings, you know, some of which were just a complete waste of time. So much better to have a, t- a meeting that's a waste of time, isn't it? If it's over <laughs> online <laughs> rather than you travel, you know, uh, 100 miles to go to a meeting that's a waste of time. Maybe they should do a. Maybe if you have a regular meeting, maybe you should have a virtual one first, and then say, right, okay, we're gonna have this meeting, and this is how it's going to be going forward. So this is to give you a flavour for it, so you can now vote because you can do a poll on Zoom, can't you? <laughs> is this meeting a waste of time? Yes or no? No, it's not a waste of time. Yes, it is a waste of time. So if there's a no vote, it's not a waste of time. Do we then? Do we do it in person or do we continue to do it digitally? Well, you could have a lot of fun, can you imagine that? You know, you get. <laughs> <laughs> you can vote as a member of your organisation whether meetings are a waste of time instead of having to, you know, a three-line whip where you've got to attend. Then you turn up for the meeting and then they say, oh, I've just got to check if room XYZ is free for this meeting or not. So, you know, God, you know. And, and also, wouldn't it be great if meetings can be run better? Because on di- digital meetings, you've got to run them better. You've got to be more efficient. You've got to be quicker. You can't have meetings that last three hours on digital. So maybe the lessons we learn when we're having meetings on digital about doing them quicker, more focused, less faffing around, less rubbish, frankly, on the agenda, you could transfer that into the digital scenario. Wouldn't that be great? What about conferences as well? You know, what about virtual conferences? I mean, we've all we all know virtual conferences exist. You know, there's always loads of webinars and conferences going on. So. But we still have that traditional thing, don't we, about, you know, we've got to have a, a two-day talk conference or a one-day conference. We've all got to get together in the same room and we're going to deliver speakers that, frankly, most of them aren't very good. And it's going to cost us a fortune because, you know, we're going to have accommodation and travel and chips and <laughs> chips, <laughs> whatever else, you know, plus the speaker fees. And that's interesting, isn't it? Because you get a big name speaker to compare or, or speak at your conference, you know, cost you a lot of money. But actually, if you're doing it online, will you still pay them the same fee? Maybe you should pay them more because it's harder to, you know, to do that online. But you know, it's easier, isn't it, to put on a virtual conference, I imagine. It's certainly easier to record all the sessions and send them out to the delegates. And it's easier to attend uh, OK, you don't get the, you know, the bit in the bar afterwards where, you, where you, you, know, you often say, well, I learn more at a conference by the people I meet and the interaction. But I'm sure there's going to be a way of doing that virtually, isn't there? I mean, we're all having pub, well, we're not all having pub meetings, but some companies are having you know, pub, pub lunches on a Friday afternoon or whatever it is during lockdown. So, you know, maybe the UK, there's, it's only as wide as your imagination, isn't it? Communicating more. Well, I, you know, maybe we are communic Are we communicating more? I think we probably are, aren't we? Because we're all getting used to now being on Zoom. We're all getting used to you know, being in that, in that environment. And we have to communicate more if we're working from home. Otherwise, we just, you know, we just talk to ourselves all the time. So if communication has increased, that's got to be a good thing as well, hasn't it? So, so let's you know, summarise, Let's say, so we can work from home more, we can travel less, we can attend more virtual conferences, we can communicate more. What about training or coaching? Well, Steve Nichols is uh, an executive career coach and one of my regular contributors on LinkedIn. And Steve said, uh, in answer to this question, he, he said several things actually. He said, but the one thing he said at the top of his list was that he was going to change his coaching from a mix of face-to-face and remote to fully remote. And that, you know, when you think about it, that increases Steve's uh, Steve's Steve's reach, doesn't it? Because you know he's now saying, "Well, I'm a global player." Because I doubt that, you know, Steve, like most of us, wouldn't be saying, oh, I've got someone in Argentina who wants a bit of executive coaching. I'm going to catch a plane and go there, you know, So for an hour's coaching. Interesting, isn't it? Because I've, I've really latched onto this as well, because part of my business is, a, is around the traditional training and coaching thing. And I, I was beginning to realise, even before lockdown, that, you know, I might get hired into, you know, people hire me in and say, come and do some sales training, you know, and they, they say, is it half day or a full day? You know, how much is a half day? How much is a full day? What do we get? <laughs> That's usually how it goes. And it's as kind as of the management are you know, about to launch the magic bullet in the form of me breezing in for half a day or a full day. And suddenly everyone's going to be transformed into supersonic salespeople or whatever their outcome was going to be. And of course, that's that's never going to happen. That's not the reality of it. Sure, I can go in for half a day and a full, or a full day and I can make people feel inspired and motivated and give them some great ideas. But It really then falls back to management to see it through and and sometimes they don't do that. They don't attend the training so they don't really know, apart from the briefing I give them afterwards, what's being covered and then they don't follow it through. So I was thinking at the time, you know, maybe I should stop saying, you know, if people come on the phone and say, right, Trevor, come and do sales training for us, half day or full day, how much does it cost? I say, don't do that anymore. I don't do half days. I don't do full days. I do short sessions. And I do them regularly, so I I developed this model called three-three-three, which was three sessions for three hours over three weeks. And I'm now thinking that was you know three hours face to face. That was probably too much anyway. So I've rewritten my uh, my training sessions. I've called them sales skill sessions, and I've got them down to about 50 minutes now. I think, but the point is that they would happen on a regular basis. And of course, doing that Zoom wise is much easier and much more efficient. No one's going to pay me to travel, you know, a whole day to deliver a 50-minute session, are they? Realistically, and then back again the next week. And of course, you know, it, it's, it's very impractical, and, and we need that meeting room. <laughs> so it's really opened my eyes up to thinking, yeah, training is... I think training will change dramatically because of this. Do you remember the signs you see in windows when shops were, uh, were open that said, you know, we're closed on a Monday between 9 and 10 for staff training? So there was a recognition that you could do a lot in an hour. And of course, you're doing it internally because you probably have someone within the organisation delivering that nine till ten staff training. So I'm thinking, right, let's take that concept forward into the real, into life going forward. And well, now even, now, you know, so let's, let's make sales training much shorter, much more focused, but much more regular. So the magic bullet is delivered over a period of time. And we all know, don't we, that if you're going to make change and change of culture and change of skills, you don't just do it in a one-off, one-hit wonder You've got to do it over time. But people traditionally don't do that with training because if they're bringing a trainer in, it's not very efficient to drag somebody 200 miles or whatever they do and stick them in there for 50 minutes, send them home and bring them back the next week. It's just too costly and, and expensive. But now we've found a way we can do this and we can make it work. So that's part. So thanks for that, Steve. I think that, you know, definitely a good move. be interesting to know how you get on, you know, in the remote world. But lots of people are doing that. Brian Burns in the States has has been doing that for about 18 months. Mark Cant Now, Mark's an account manager for, in Scotland, uh, part of the Weller Group. And he's a career salesman. And Mark said, well, actually, you know, maybe what we should do, Trevor, is press the reset button, start from scratch, sit with the customer, look at new and appropriate ways we can help rebuild their business. Something that Mark says, you know, previously we may have taken for granted. And, and he's absolutely right, isn't he? You know, normally we just carry on day to day. You know, what do you need this week? How can can I help you? We never actually sit down and say, right, let's stop. Let's have a look at what's going on in our relationship here. And I've been encouraging my clients to sort of do like a quarterly review with their key clients and say, okay, let's see how it's working. What's working well for you? Are you using whatever you're buying from me to the maximum? So I think now we can do that more efficiently. And if we do that online, we can do it, you know, people are going to oh, well, I can't fit you in, Trevor. Sorry, you know, um, how long do you need an hour? Well, you know, I've got a busy schedule. But if we do that remotely, we say, well, why don't we do it at eight o'clock in the morning or six o'clock at night? I don't need to come and see you. So it's a lot more cost effective for you. Um, let's do that. So I think, Mark, that's a great thing. And what a great opportunity to, you know, to really reconnect with the businesses that we work with, because we're going to have to do that, aren't we? Because some of our customers have gone into furlough, they are kind of closed down, they may not be using us right now. So when, this is, when they do come back and they do need our services, well, that's a great time, isn't it? Let's not allow ourselves to go back to whatever we were doing beforehand in the same way. So I'm going to do that if, you know, with my customers that are, you know, I'm not working with two or three at the moment who are on furlough. So I'm going to go say, right, OK, guys, if you want me to come back in, then let's do this differently. We've just got you know, used to it over the last two or three years to doing it the same way. So let's make some changes. And of course, they may not want that, which, you know, fine, let's move on and, and find something else. Um, we've all, haven't we all become better at marketing videos? <laughs> Have you noticed that? We're all, we're all doing videos, aren't we? You know, we, we, we used to resist videos, didn't we? Little 30 seconds, hey, this is what, you know, this is me and this is what I'm doing. Or video, te- well, you know, I used to bang on to clients, get some video testimonials and suddenly they are getting them. Because we've all been used to doing videos, so we're doing video blogs, we're doing video testimonials, we're doing video messages on WhatsApp or Zoom or wherever it is. But you know, we are using video more. We're all becoming media companies. You know, I spent 29 years in the media industry, and now we're all the me- we're all the media industry, aren't we? So you know, think about the benefit of video that that is going to come out of this. So make sure that you continue to use video going forward. It's going to make a real difference. So there we are. There's just a few things. But I think the main message I want to get over today is that if you have found something that works for you during lockdown, then really bring it into your plan going forward as well. It will make a big difference to you, the people you work with. And if you're the one who's leading the charge on making things happen differently, that's better for everybody, you will get the attention, you'll get the work, you'll get the business. So what have I done for you? Well, I've got a couple of things that you might be interested in that you could do right now. So if you haven't yet come across on my website, my Sharpening Your Business Skills series, then do do that. I've recorded, I think it's 16 videos, eight on sales, eight on presentation skills. They're all relatively short and they walk you through in a voice slide over format how you can upskill yourself during this time. So whether you're furloughed or whether you're working from home, whatever it might be. Have a look at those. I'm also working hard on revamping my online course. I had one online course out there. It was called Deliver Awesome Presentations. I sort of got it finished about a year ago. I've done nothing to market it. It's been, you know, but now I'm thinking, right, come on, I need to kick up, kick up the rear end. <laughs> Better be careful how I describe that. Kick up the rear end and get on with this and get it marketed out there. So I'm also taking it apart as well because I've realised that Deliver Awesome Presentations is is gonna put a lot of people off. Because a lot of people don't like doing presentations. So Deliver Confident Presentations will be for you. So I'm working on that at the moment. And then I'm also working on a second one called Deliver Awesome Presentations. Now that's for you guys out there, ladies and gentlemen, who are great presenters, who are experienced presenters. And I'm gonna challenge you to be better than everybody else. Because very often when you're a regular presenter, and you're high up in the company, there's a correlation here, you get a little bit complacent about where you do presentations. So Deliver Awesome Presentations is going to be focused on you. It's going to be short, sharp, and you can buy one-to-one interaction as well. So there we go. hope that's given you a few ideas for today. So stay positive, stay safe, and use this time productively and take forward some, you know, some really great ideas into the future. Make them work for you now. Don't wait until, you know, the the, the the lockdown is over and the levers are off and you're all back in because then you'll be just flowing through. You've got to do that planning now. You've got to make the changes now. They've got to be ready for implementation when your business returns to whatever normal is going forward. Thanks for listening. Take care.